You're listening to Talking Credit Unions with Chris Smith. These podcasts aim to communicate topics of interest from the world of credit unions. I've decided to take a closer look at the world of credit union apps, or fintech as some people call it. Many of you are aware that the tsunami of helpful apps has arrived at the door of credit unions in the last few years and in many cases have transformed how members interact or communicate with their credit union. Some credit unions have willingly adopted the apps and some are still considering. But I've put together a few stories of some of the apps in use and some that are in development. Today, I'll be talking to Matt Bland, the Chief Executive Officer of the Manchester-based Co-op Credit Union, about its first year of taking on the member app Nevo. Launched in late 2018 as an early-stage spin-out from Barclays Bank, Nevo is already working with large banks, lending brokers, lenders, professional service companies, and in particular, with credit unions who use the platform to improve member sign-ups and service efficiency. In fact, NHS credit unions state that Nevo app doubled their member onboarding and enabled loan applications to soar to a mighty 87% of loans being processed within one day. And there's an impressive list of users who've taken up the app. I caught up with the founder and chief executive officer of Nevo, Michael Common, and I asked him, how did you start? Nevo came about really because we were noticing how people were starting to communicate in the world. For most people today, in most aspects of their lives, if you think about how they communicate, it's through some kind of messaging solution. In our personal lives, WhatsApp, Facebook Messenger, solutions like that are obviously incredibly popular. And what struck us, having spent a career, the founding team, working in financial services, when consumers talk to financial institutions, then it's still dominated by what we come to badge as legacy channels. So paper, post, telephone, email, face-to-face, branches. So we asked ourselves, well, why is that? Why are people communicating in a different way there than how they're communicating in pretty much every other aspect of their lives? And actually, when, when we looked at messaging, everything that makes it popular, so the convenience, the ease of use, you can pick it up, you can put it down. It fits around people's busy schedules, you know, with notifications and I know there's a message there. I can pick it up. I can respond to it. I can leave the conversation. I can come back to it. I can do it at at nine o'clock before um, I settle down for bed or whatever. All of those things we saw as equally true of how people would want to communicate within financial services. The problem was that none of the messaging solutions that were out there delivered the trust, security, and data control. And so that's why we set up Nevo to be a, a messaging network built specifically for the financial services industry that solves those things of trust, security, and data control. You've taken this product right across financial services. Tell us a little bit about how far you've gone and what success you've had. We love the credit unions. We kind of got to know them at the start of our journey. So we created the company back end of 2017 uh, and got to market with a solution around about Q3 2018. And during that time, as we're developing the product, obviously we were looking for early adopters of the solution so we could test it worked. And that's where we really started to get to know the credit union sector. And it was a brilliant fit for us because there were a bunch of credit unions that we got to know that that were feeling like they needed to modernize and embrace digital technology. There'd been a few things that had happened where, um, you know, people have been, been burnt by trying to put technology in in the past. 
So they were kind of looking for a way to be um, digitized, to have an app, to be relevant for a younger audience um, and to compete in the modern digital world. Uh, but also, un unlike, I suppose, a lot of financial institutions who, if we're brutally honest, would uh, would happily take people out the process as much as possible. Uh, credit unions, obviously, um, a lot of their proposition is all about the relationship that they have with their members. And so this idea of having a, a app-based messaging technology that delivered all of this great digital modern experience, but still was a human relationship-driven experience, uh, really resonated well. Our very first customer was actually South Manchester Credit Union. Uh, although since China has told us, they didn't know they they were the first. <laughs> but get, getting that first customer as any um, any technology startup is, is such a, a difficult and monumental thing. And um, so, yeah, we're eternally grateful for China and South Manchester Credit Union for taking that that leap with us. And and hopefully we've, we've paid them back with with a really great solution uh, that's helped them and their their members over the months. Um, and yeah, as, as you say, you, you know, we've continued to grow in the credit union sector, but we've continued to uh, expand out. So we do quite a lot of mortgage business now, um, quite a lot of um, commercial finance um, type business too. Uh, and it, it tends to be, you know, what we're always on the lookout for is um, where people are using these legacy channels. So, you know, email, paper, post, telephone, you know, if we can find that, if we can find people reliant on that, then we know we can drop our solution in and deliver really quickly, really easily, a really nice modern experience that customers and members love um, and that delivers operational efficiency and increases um, uh, revenues and things like this. What would be a barrier for a credit union setting it up? Is it, is it something about size or a technical, um, where they are in their own world of growth? Is it something to do with that? No, I don't think so. It's probably more just choice. I mean, you touched on it. You know, it's true in credit unions and it's true, to be honest, across um, certainly financial services. Is There's quite a lot of us now, fintechs. Uh, and there's obviously other ways that you can deliver technology uh, through partners or build it yourself and go and hire some developers and what have you. And so there's an overwhelming amount of choice that's out there for people at the minute. And, um, you know, clearly we've offered a proposition and we've gone down the line of, well, you know, how do we build a, a messaging-based solution um, for people? But that's not necessarily the only way to deliver the kind of technology and benefits that we offer. Um, so I think probably the biggest barrier for people getting going is just deciding what to do uh, and deciding to make the move in the first place. I mean, there's still an awful lot of credit unions and financial institutions that rely on um, paper-based and email-type processes and um you know, sometimes it's the better the devil, you know. Is cost a barrier? I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I guess it can be. Um, uh, you know, it does vary quite broadly. So um, we, we basically price up um, a subscription. So you, you pay either annually or monthly up front. Uh, and it gives you a certain amount of messages and people you can get in touch with and ID checks and e-signatures and all of the capabilities of the platform. I don't know, I guess a, a starting point for a very small package might be kind of um, three and a half thousand, four thousand per annum. And then up to obviously when you start doing material volumes, kind of five figures per annum. Clearly, I'd say this, I'd say the return on investment is huge. I, I mean, we've never tried to quantify it, uh, but the efficiency that you get, we always see, I mean, a lot of credit unions will tell you they've doubled their loan volumes um, using our tech. 
without having to take on any other staff because of the efficiency gains. Um, so clearly the, the return on investments there, but um, I'd say perhaps to your earlier question on, on the barrier, when you're thinking about leaving the status quo, obviously spending some money is, is part and parcel of your, your decision process that you're going to be going through there. And, and clearly credit unions don't always have huge technology budgets. So, uh, so we have to recognise that. Do you let credit unions have a free go to see if they like it first? We've done that in the past, but to be honest, we've um, we've moved away from it. And, and the reason why we have is because what, what we found is people signed up for the free trial and then they didn't use it. <laughs> uh, and uh, it, it's almost, and this isn't uh, purely just a credit union thing, but it, I think it's almost like a, a kind of psychological thing. Because uh, one of the other things I should probably say about a solution is it does take some effort to embed it. You know, you have to you have to lean into it. Um, it'd be interesting to hear Matt's thoughts on this from from co-op when you when you speak to him later on. But um, you know, it's not not a thing that you just buy and then it works, and um, you know, suddenly you've got all of these benefits. You actually have to quite fundamentally change the way that the team is working. Um, you have to, even if you've sold to a buyer, like a CEO of a credit union, you then have to sell to the users, the team on the ground, because uh, if they don't buy into the value that it, it's going to make a difference for them, then then they don't use it. And so it's a considerable investment of effort. And, and actually what we've found is there's quite a strong correlation between if somebody's not prepared to invest any money, then they're probably not either prepared to invest the time. They're not really kind of serious enough about making the change to actually get the value out of the tool in the first place. But the benefit you've surely got now is that there are sufficient users for them to go and see one of the others and see how they're using it. Um, Massive, yeah. yeah. So that's probably the best thing. And credit unions are really good at sharing with each other in terms of what benefits there are. Oh, that's been huge for us, yeah. And we're, uh, you know, thinking thinking back to those um, early credit unions that signed up for us as well. We're so grateful because... They didn't have any of that. You know, they, I guess they were buying into us, weren't they? They were saying, yeah, yeah. okay, you know, yeah, we believe you can do something for us. We like what you've told us and uh, the conversations that we've had. And and now, like you say, any credit union that wants to sign up, we know they got on the phone to the other credit unions and they hear the great stories. And it's a lot easier decision for them to then make the leap. So, yeah, we've benefited massively from that. And, and we're really grateful for you know, that kind of community spirit that the credit unions have that you've, you've spoken about there. Do you serve uh, credit unions in Ireland or Northern Ireland? We don't actually, no. We've, um, although I, I don't know if you've read about it, but we have recently done a deal with Circle, who uh, who run the, the Curtains platform, which is quite a big back office. Uh, which is being or, or will be when it's when it's launched it's going to be a great thing because um it integrates the two things then you know our app is that kind of communication interface with the member uh, and then the the curtains platform and i think circular developing a new one is is the kind of back office that then does all of the all of the financials and accounting and everything and so being able to integrate those two things is going to be a really powerful proposition and yeah we're, we're aware that circle have quite a big uh, operation in Ireland as well so there's been a few conversations there and definitely something that interests us. I suppose one question that comes out of this in terms of artificial intelligence starting to take over some of those what you would call predictable things some critics might say that doesn't this move the credit union 
and the member further apart? No, I don't think so. Um, you know, and I think that is, uh, like we said at the start, strength of how we've delivered our technology is fundamentally this kind of communication platform. So it, it sounds kind of fancy um, <laughs> what I'm talking about. But really, what we're trying to do is take out the mundane things like, you know, there's still a lot that these technologies can't do that humans can. And I think the credit union sector is a shining example of, you know, the importance of human relationships to help people manage their finances. Um, I mean, certainly some people, obviously, some people are more than happy to go and, you know, get a loan in in 10 seconds and not speak to a human being. But uh, I think where the credit unions are serving communities uh, that's not the case. You know, that kind of stuff absolutely works well through Nevo and, and you need the, the humans doing that. But at the minute, if you go into a credit union, you'll find a lot of time is taken up with the mundane, you know, picking up a bank statement and going, OK, well, does that address match the address? Seeing a message that someone's written and gone, OK, well, they want to see their balance. You know, that that doesn't add value. Uh, and it's those mundane elements that these technologies can can streamline. So that the people are doing the stuff that the people are, are good at. What's a quick summary? If somebody was thinking of taking on the Nevo product into a credit union, what's a quick summary of what the benefits are? I'd say if you're thinking that you want to digitize and present a really fantastic member experience, improve the efficiency of your operation, grow your, your book of members, then Nevo is a great solution to deliver that. It's tried, it's proven, it's very easy to implement and get up and running to, and a cost-effective way of, of getting it as well. Michael Common, thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Chris. Well, that was the supplier. Let's see what the customer says. Here's what Matt Bland said at Co-op Credit Union. Well, Nevo responded to our particular circumstances really well because when I arrived at the credit union, we were very heavily using email. Our members are located all over the country. And whilst we do have a few people kind of walking who are based in and around the office, um, the vast majority of our services are delivered remotely. Um, And for a number of reasons, I wasn't very keen on email. It's not particularly secure. It's not very user-friendly in terms of managing workload and capturing the information you need. And it can become quite kind of long-winded getting from one end of the process to the other, both for us and for the member. Whereas Nevo, you know, it's much more secure. It's encrypted end-to-end, so we had that benefit. But also it it, it kind of fit as a replacement for email really easily because it was very similar in many other respects. You know, it's conversational and, you know, it, it, it didn't require us to kind of do a whole load of integration, other technical work. We could just start running with it and and slowly move away from email and onto Nevo. So it kind of fitted up with where we were at the time that we took it on, if that makes sense. And what's the typical usage in a day of a regular day at, at Co-op Credit Union of members using it? What sort of things are they typically using it for? Well, it's everything, really. I mean, it's become our primary method of communication with our members. So it could be anything from... You know, a member just wants to know what the balance is or wants to request a withdrawal from their account or maybe just wants to ask us a question right through to applying for a loan, exchanging documents, maybe some supporting information that we need to, to consider the loan and then signing the agreement at the end of that process if they're successful 
to allow us to you know release the funds and so on everything that we do really and that app lets people send documents along along with the messages as well yeah i mean one of the nice things about it is it's very similar in many ways to sms or whatsapp messaging so everyone can do it it doesn't require any kind of special skills you know quite often we find with some members particularly older members that they you know have difficulty getting along with kind of standard apps or online banking services remembering all the different passwords and all the rest of it whereas with nevo you know if they're if they're able to send messages or upload photographs to send to their friends on whatsapp then they're able to do what we need them to do to upload a, a, a photograph of an id document for example it's very similar so from that point of view, it's very intuitive, very familiar kind of format. And, and yeah, they can upload documents that way. They can basically do anything you, you could do with WhatsApp, to you know, but with a kind of credit union focus. You know. And if you were to bring the screen up now uh, in your office, if you yeah. were to bring up the, the, the actual landings, landing page that the worker in the credit union gets, mm-hmm. would they have a list of all different types of uh, requests whether it be a balance or can i have a loan or here are my bank statements attached would it say things like that yeah so what happens is each user has a unique conversation which is all of the messages we've sent to them and they've sent back to us um, and that's all tied to their phone number that acts as the kind of unique id um, but one of the neat things that you can do with nevo is create a kind of uh, a process or a set of automated questions which kind of rather than us having to say hi you know chris what is it that you'd we'd like you'd like to do today what can we help you with it kind of asks some of those basic filtering questions so it might say you know are you a member or are you not a member you know are you applying for a loan or would you like to ask a question are you looking for a balance or would you like to withdraw some money and then it can sort of split those people up depending on what they're looking for and if say they want to apply for a loan it will start the whole process take them through all the different forms they need to to fill in ask them for any documents we might need them to submit and where it works well i mean it doesn't work in every case but for the majority of people we can get them to a place where we've got everything we need and we can just assess what it is that they're asking for and and get them an answer quite quickly. So we sort of take away some of that back and forth through automated processes, what what are called bots. So there's kind of a logic to that and it works really nicely and and kind of cuts out some of the the kind of frustrating back and forth that you might have for example with email in in our in our former way of operating. So it sounds pretty efficient and it sounds pretty easy to use for both ends both worker mm-hmm. and member mm-hmm. uh, how quick is it how 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 quickly does things happen it's very quick um, so you know the messages are more or less instantaneous um, so you know if the if the user is kind of active at the other end and we're sending them messages it can be a very quick conversational style just like it would be if you were kind of messaging your friend and you're both sitting in your living rooms at home kind of um, having a chat so it's very similar to that and one of the other advantages that we liked about it in terms of 
how it works is it's very quick to get going with. So for us, you know, when we started using Nevo back in March of last year, we had a bit of training, made a few hours with, with some of the Nevo team. We were fortunate enough that it happened just before lockdown started. And then we were off and running. You know, it took them a matter of hours to get our kind of profile set up. We can change a lot of those processes that I mentioned. So, you know, set up those journeys to asking the different questions. That's all in our control. And yeah, you know, it, it's it's really a very straightforward process to get off and running with it, um, you know, and, and it's very flexible. So has it been a bit of a lifesaver during the pandemic? It's been good. I mean, I don't I don't think that, you know, it would have been impossible to operate the way we used to operate with email through the pandemic. But, you know, the fact that it's a cloud based solution that we can access from anywhere with an Internet connection and a you know a reliable computer to connect with means that, yeah, it, it certainly helped us make that transition to home working. So if it's a credit union that's thinking of installing this Nevo product uh, onto their systems, mm-hmm. is there any problems with integration with existing systems? Well, it's, it's, it depends which way you look at that, I think, really. So, you know, it's typically Nevo is not deployed on an integrated basis. You know, it's a standalone service. But if you think about where we were, I go go back to the original point about email. That was a standalone thing, as well. So it kind of it was a direct improvement on the way that we were doing things before. What would be nice in future, and some credit unions who are, are use different backend systems have this already, would be to be able to automate and integrate some of those very low level. Uh, transactional queries that we get so that for example an evo user could be taken through a series of questions and if at the end of that what they want is what's my balance then that information could just be automatically provided to them without any of our uh, team having to touch that and go and find their record and sort of copy and paste the information across as, as, as happens now. However, I think integration for me isn't certainly isn't the be-all and end-all. And the fact that it doesn't require that kind of integration to work means that it's flexible in terms of getting on board and starting using it and starting to improve how your your members experience consuming your service without having to do what can be very time consuming and expensive work around technical integration you know a kind of standard banking app which is completely predicated on the na- the notion of integration and the fact that you could you could do that kind of data transfer between systems just wouldn't be use, any use at all without that, if you see what I mean. Whereas Nevo can, can be deployed in a very effective way to improve your member's experience and your experience dealing with your members without necessarily needing integration. That would be a nice additional thing, and it's, not, and it's something we would like to achieve, but, but it, the whole thing doesn't rest on that being, being available. And you know, credit union listening, credit union people listening will know that achieving that integration of systems can be very hard, particularly with the approach of many of the core system suppliers being quite close to the idea. So the fact that Nevo can be can be um, deployed without that being a, a, a necessary condition, actually, I think, is, a, is one of its advantages. Matt Bland, thanks ever such a lot for telling us about your year with Nevo. Thank you. So there we have first of my journeys into the world of apps. 
Nevo has certainly found a very useful niche and several credit unions have become early adopters. Penny Post, Metro Moneywise, GMB, Pennine Community, NHS and South Manchester Credit Unions have all taken up the Nevo solution to ease their members' access to financial services. It's hard to imagine a return to envelopes, stamps, emails and phone calls and I imagine all financial services businesses' survival will have to react, face rising competitive pressure and adopt new communication strategies. So what will be the implications for credit union business models? How will the credit union movement evolve with fintech? Listen to the next episode to hear who I've chosen to put under the fintech spotlight. You've been listening to Talking Credit Unions with Chris Smith. This is a not-for-profit podcast and my time is given freely. I'm constantly on the lookout for stories and topics of interest to credit unions, especially, but not exclusively, in the United Kingdom and Ireland. A contribution to my costs has been made by the Swoboda Centre and I work with them for additional distribution and inspiration. Thanks for listening today and if you wish to leave any feedback, please contact smithowls at gmail.com. That's smithowls, all one word, at gmail.com. Bye now.